This is the message from Connection Community Church for Sunday, June 20th, 2010. God Sightings Focus. I get to see that three times. I just think he's so cute. Yeah, real cute. Happy, happy Father's Day, Alan. Amen. So, well, we are talking about God's sightings this morning, and we are specifically talking about staying focused. So, good morning, Connection Church. Amen. I'm Alan Jones. And I am Carrie Jones. <laughs> and we're two sinners who've been saved by God's grace, thanks to Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Hey, let's pray. Holy God, thanks. Mm. Mm. Thanks for your mercy. Your mercy saved us. Thanks for this time together. Thanks for this place. Thanks for the opportunity to share in your word. I pray that you'll open our hearts and minds to your spirit and that we would find change and transformation, new life in Jesus Christ, either for the first time or once again. It's in his name and in your Holy Spirit we pray. And and those gathered in the name of Jesus all said, Amen. 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 Yeah. And so last Sunday we talked about God's sightings. And this week the kids in Vacation Bible School, VBS, they uh, have been on the lookout for sighting God. And I am pretty certain that you noticed in the lobby the maps that are on the walls and lots of post-it notes where kids and those who were involved in Bible school posted their God sightings. We also asked you to put on your God sighting lens last week and be ready to post yours. So we invite you to post them. There are post-it notes out there as you leave. uh, Go ahead and put them up. I just want to read a couple of God sightings that I took off of the wall. There, There were so many, and so this is really random. They're not like favorites, but anyway, listen, here's one. God sighting. A thousand fireflies lighting above the wheat field on the way home. In the kindness of a stranger at the dollar store. God moved my dad into Delaware, where he met my mom, who was running a daycare. They got married and had me. That's the Father's Day God sighting, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. My shoulder was operated on, and my sister came to help me clean my house. That's a big one. When I saw a butterfly, and it landed on me. This one's written in green crayon. My heart is starting to soar. What do you think that's about? I suspect that this probably four-year-old was experiencing God. My heart is starting to soar. There have been lots of God sightings this week. So for those of you who might not have been with us last week, a God sighting is when we recognize God at work in our midst, when we feel like God is with us, when we feel God's 
presence. We see his effects. We, we might even hear God. It's recognizing God's presence in the world around us, in the lives around us, in our own lives, and in what we say, what we do, and what those around us say and do. Um, when we have God sightings, you know what we're doing? We're getting little glimpses, or big glimpses, of God's kingdom right here on earth. Amen? Amen. And yeah. so we've been on God's sighting alert this week. We've been tuned into the possibility of seeing God around us somewhere, someplace, or through someone. And guess what? When we're on alert, when we expect to see God or expect God to show up, guess what happens? We do. We do see a glimpse of God in some way, shape, or form. Mm. God sightings. I had an interesting God sighting just yesterday. I was at at a business up there on um, 71, just, just past the split, you know, at the rail, coming into Middletown, but I was heading north. I was up there picking up some stone we're going to use around the patio. Well, it's a mom and dad business, so I got to meet mom and dad, and the son and daughter was Saturday, so of course they're working. I said to the young lady, I said, I guess I know where you are every Saturday, and she exuberantly said, yeah. No, I'm kidding. She said, yeah, that's where I am. Anyway, got to meet the whole crowd. You know, it was kind of interesting. And, and as I was coming into the little shed there to, to pay for the stone, the guy says to me, well, this is a Christian stone business. And, and, and I think he says, in fact, he said he says that just to get people's reaction, you know, just to, so when he said it, I kind of chuckled. And he kind of looked at me. I said, well, I'm a pastor. And, and, and I think I got a better reaction out of him. Than, than he got out of me, you know. I don't. I think he was expecting that less. Maybe I hope it wasn't because of the way I was acting. But anyway, um, he, he was expecting that less than I was expecting what he said. But anyway, it was really great because and then the little shed we got to talk. I don't know, ten or fifteen minutes, just kind of you know, Christ brother to brother, Christ you know, church stuff, and, and it was really uh, just an absolutely cool, unexpected God sighting, you know. And so Alan was not expecting to see God when he was picking out some stones for the patio, but, but why not? Because we've said when we put on a God lens, let's watch because God's going to show up wherever we are. That's because we've been talking a couple weeks ago that God is an omni-God. What's omni mean? All, yeah. God is omnipresent. God is here. God is there. God is everywhere. So, of course, God is going to show up. Why shouldn't we expect to have God sightings? Mm. And I have a feeling we had a lot more God sightings this week than we usually do. You know, that from what I hear, God was like showing up all over the place, places maybe you didn't even normally, uh, normally find him, normally wouldn't expect to see him. But, of course, the reason for this is we were hoping to see him, right? We, we were expecting to see him. We were even waiting to see him. We were looking for God this week. And you know what happens when you really look hard for something? Hello? You find it, right? There you go. And so the reason why we've had God sightings is because we were focused. It's like we were trying to put that lens, turn that lens into focus, just like we saw in that uh, video. We focused on our attention so that no matter where we were or what we were doing, we were looking for and expecting to see God. Yeah. And so the question then is, how can we stay focused? And, and not necessarily an auto-focus like I have on my camera, because like we said in that little video, sometimes it's focused on the wrong things. 
You know, how often do we focus, but it's, it's not on God. So sometimes we've got to override that autofocus and kind of manually focus. How can we let this week just, that we just had not just be a week that went by, and yeah, we were real focused, and then, hello, on to something new. But how can we continue to stay focused and, and be looking for God in all that we do, in, in everyone around us, in all things? How can we continue to expect God, expect to see God in our lives and in the lives around us? How can we continue to recognize God's presence in the world around us? How can we stay focused? You know, one way I think we can do it is, um, and a really, really crucial, important way, is is in the little things. You know, one day this week, uh, I often uh, uh, prepare dinner at home, and... um, I was Yay, preparing that's dinner. that's so wonderful for me. And, and Wait a minute. I did the first 20. He's doing the second 20. <laughs> um, whatever. Um, 20, that's a long time. Anyway, um, <laughs> yes, I was getting dinner. Right. My grandson, Jacob, was there. And, and see, normally, uh, if, if you know me, I get pretty focused, task-focused. So if i got dinner to cook, we're, dinner's going to get done. You know, I'm going to be focused on getting my job done. And I had this, I don't know, it's, it's just this nudging. It said, you know... Look at that little guy. Come on, Alan. Dinner can't be that important, you know. You got that swing out back that you never use. So I said, okay, come on, Jacob. Let's go for a little swing. We were back there, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes. I had a good time. I don't know if Jacob did, but I think he did. He was kind of smiling. He wasn't jumping off the swing. You know, he was just kind of chilling. And we just had a little poppy, you know, Jacob time together. And and, and you know what, what it was? I think God saying, tapped me on the shoulder and saying, Alan, you know, you got to remember the little things. And in this case, it was one of the little things, about that tall. <laughs> one of the little things. But you know, because it's so easy to, to get distracted with what we think is important, like, my, especially me, tasks, and these are these little lives that just um, God uh, has made a blessing to us, and, and it, but it's only going to be a blessing if we listen to God saying, hey, spend some time here, if we, listen, if we pay attention to that God sighting. Yeah. I just had a God sighting I need to share. Um, you know, I've got my tissues here. I'm pretty emotional. Anybody had a do- have a daughter get married? Anybody? Twice. Let me see. Has anybody have a daughter get married before? Okay, so maybe a son. It's like really, really emotional. Like I'm having trouble keeping it together right now because next week Devin's getting married. And so um, I just walked over to TC and like, hi, TC, guess what? This time next week you're going to be on a plane, you know, flying away with my daughter. <laughs> With and your he, daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the God sighting. He put his arm around me, and he held me really tight. And he seems to know that this is hard. And he see, I'm really thankful for you, because you showed me God. It's hard to give up my daughter, our daughter. Hmm. But you showed me God when you did that. Thank you. So he needs to talk so I can get myself together. Well, he showed you God, but you're still not getting on the plane, right? <laughs> right? 
No plane. There is a limit. Right, TC? There's a line that we draw there. Uh, oh, my goodness. I don't even know where we are here, Karen. I, too, because I stopped you. I got you. it. I got it. I got it. You know, in the little things, God's saying, but, you know, in the Bible, when we look at we often think of those, or at least me, those big, wow, God sightings. Are you with me? I'm, the one I, I, I always think of is, is, um, is Moses and the burning bush. Some of you maybe heard that story. It's probably one of the most well-known stories because it's such a wow, God sighting story. You know, just a, a quick redo of it. Here Moses is. He's going across the desert. He's herding sheep for his father-in-law. He's part of the family business now. And and, he, and he's up on Mount Horeb, and they call Mount Horeb the mountain of God, okay? And, and there's this bush that's burning, but not burning up. And, and he doesn't say, say, Scripture doesn't say, is this an Alanism? But I know he's thinking something like, now there's something you don't see every day. So he says, the Scripture does say, I says, I'm going to take a closer, I'm going to look a little closer, get a little closer, and see this strange thing. See, it's not an everyday thing. It's a strange thing. Burn, uh, it's a strange sight. I'm sorry. See the strange sight. Burning bush that doesn't burn up. You know, got the attention, right? He's got the attention. Okay, so long story short, God speaks to him out of that bush. He hears God's voice. He calls, God calls his name Moses. Moses. Boy, that'll catch your attention. But Moses said, well, here I am. And God proceeds to tell him a plan that was really, really uh, a big one. To lay out this plan to have Moses go toe-to-toe with, with Pharaoh in Egypt to free the Hebrew people who have been enslaved for 400 years. Now that's a God sighting. You know, don't you sometimes wish you could get one of those burning bush God sighting experiences? Can I have some hands on that? Anybody? Yeah. Is it just me? Come on, you guys, the rest, I know you sometimes say, come on, God, give me a big one. The problem with that was, though, think about this. You see what Moses got along with it? He got to go down toe-to-toe, nose-to-nose with Pharaoh, the biggest, like, earthly ruler in the universe at the time. I'm not sure if we really want the burning bush if we've got to get the other as well, because I'm sure that was a little scary, but that's another story. Anyway, anyway, I think... We, we wish sometimes we had that burning bush, that big, no doubt about it, God is, is here, it's a God sight, and God's talking to me. I mean, he not only got a burning bush, he got God talking to him. Moses, Moses, wow, can you imagine? Alan, Alan, <laughs> that would be Joey. Alan. Uh, yeah, it's not quite the same voice, I don't think. <laughs> I always think it's going to be a much deeper voice. Yeah. Call me crazy. Anyway. But, you know, even with all that, we think, oh, if that would only happen, I'd be there. I would know what was going But, you know, even with that, Moses could have turned away. Just because, you know, I think we, I think we maybe have little bush-burning, sighting God calling us, and we turn away from him because we ignore him, or we don't want to take the time. He, he could have turned, he could have proceeded, maybe he was doing a little 
sheep checklist or something to make sure all the sheep were there. Or maybe he was thinking through his, uh, the stuff his wife had told him to pick up at the store on the way home. I, you know, he could have been doing it, but no, no. He got focused on that burning bush, didn't he? He, he got focused. And he didn't let any distractions take him away. He didn't get diverted from what was going on there. He could have been less than focused, but he wasn't. He stayed focused on the bush, and hey, he got a God sighting that we're still talking about, what, several thousand years later. Wow. Well, he should have expected it, though. He should have expected to have a God sighting because, after all, he was on Mount Horeb, the mountain of God. You see, when you see it in Scripture, you see Mount Horeb, comma, the mountain of God. So of all places, you would expect for God to show up there, wouldn't you think? But here's the cool thing for you and for me. You know, back then, they, they had these places where they expected God to show up. But through Jesus Christ, Christ promised the Holy Spirit, which has come into our lives. And so God is here, there, and everywhere because God is omnipresent. Our Mount Horeb really is anywhere that we are now. And it can be in our home, at work, out, whatever, on the golf course, whatever we're doing, God is there. That's the promise that we have from God. And so if we stay focused, it's likely that we will have God's sightings wherever we are. And you know, there, there are Bibles just full of, of God's sightings, and it's full of these big, wow, like uh, burning bush level of God's sightings when you really look at it, like, um, like David and Goliath. You remember that story, right? Little guy comes with a slingshot, boom, fells a giant that was, I think he was 9'6". That's a big guy. Nine, and I'm not sure it was David who had the God side. He knew God was, that's why he was willing to go into battle with just a slingshot against this guy. But can you imagine the, all the Israelite soldiers sitting there in all their armor and everything, these big burly men who are the warriors, and they're watching this little kid fell the giant. Wow, that's a God sighting. Or how about the Philistines on the other side of the other, other hill going, whoa. I'm not sure Goliath realized it was a God sighting when the stone was right about there coming full speed. I, I'm not quite sure what he was thinking, but I'm sure everybody else realized, whoa, God's in our midst. Or, or how about, you know the guy Saul, his name later became Paul. He was against Jesus. He, was, uh, he held the, the, the guy's uh, uh, jackets while they were stoning Stephen, and yet on the road to Damascus, he gets knocked down. I mean, this is a really interesting God sign because he didn't actually see. He heard Jesus' voice, and actually what he did, he lost his sight. So his God sighting involved losing his sight for three days. Now, that, that's a very powerful God sign because this guy ended up going 180 degrees, and <clears throat> a whole Mediterranean area is aware and full of churches that were started back by him as a result of this, or, or how about, whew, how about this guy? Wouldn't this have been a cool one? You're in the boat with the disciples, and you see Jesus coming across the lake. How many would have been, how many think that would be a really cool, can I see hands? Come on now. I, I think that'd be awesome. I mean, it was such a God saying that, that Peter himself jumps out of the boat, and he's like walking on water. Just a side note, though. You know, he started to sink because he took his focus off of Jesus. 
talking about staying focused. See, when he stopped being focused, he started to sing, didn't he? And that God sighting was starting to go down the tube there. But, uh, you know, those are some awesome God sightings. They're big and they're wow, aren't they? Yeah. Well, not all God sightings are big and splashy, no pun intended. Um, Sometimes they're very, very quiet, very quiet. And if we're not focused, we will miss them. Like the God sighting that Elijah had. We read about that in 1 Kings chapter 19. Elijah was on Mount Horeb, the mountain of God, and God revealed himself to him not in a a powerful wind that tore mountains apart or some earthquake or in this big ball of fire, but in a gentle whisper. In a gentle whisper. I don't know about you, but I know that God often speaks to me in some way, and it's like a gentle whisper. And if I'm not paying attention, it's very easy to miss. If I'm not focused, I might miss that altogether. Mm. Yeah. Staying focused. As we found this week, the opportunities for God sightings are almost endless, aren't they? If we can somehow constantly remember that, that God is around us, that we're on God's Mount Horeb, so to speak, since God is there. If, if we live in expectation of having these God sightings, if we can stay focused when it comes to God's presence in our lives, if we can be listening closely when the whispers come and not be distracted by all those things in our lives that seem to be so distracting to us being able to focus on God. So the best way to stay focused is to be in communication with God. This isn't rocket science. Prayer. Open your day, close your day. Have moments, set aside time where you can connect with God, but even more importantly, allow God to connect with you. Sometimes we're like a little hamster on this wheel that goes like this, this, and this, and it's just, you know, just to stop that wheel for a moment, and get focused, and and be quiet. Oh, we pray, and we pray, and we pray some more when there's some kind of crisis in our lives. We beg God. We beg God to intercede, but how many times do we stop and communicate just on a regular old day? Other than God is great, God is good, let us thank him for our food, and let's face it, sometimes we don't do that. There's a scripture that is really easy to remember. You all can leave here quoting scripture, okay? It comes from 1 Thessalonians 5.17. Two words. Pray continually. Say it with me. Pray. There's your scripture. You're quoting scripture. It's a great one. Uh, Verses 16 through 18. Be joyful always. Give thanks in all circumstances for this. What does that say? Thank you. Great scripture. Pray continually. If you do that, you're going to have a God sighting. Another way to stay focused, and and these are things we say all the time, so 
You know, I know it's not something new. You're not going, well, yeah, we've heard that. Hello. <clears throat> the way to be focused is to focus in on, on God's holy word, the, the scriptures, the Bible. I mean, there's a reason God gave us that book. It wasn't just to, you know, to sit on the shelf, collect dust. It's to open and to, and to, and to explore and to learn and to realize God's love letter to us. Um, you know, when we're focused and, and, and sharing in God's written word, we can't help but be focused on God's word in the flesh, Jesus Christ, his son. And, 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 and when we're focused on Christ, wow, opportunities for God sightings are they're boundless. Getting together this morning for worship is a great opportunity to connect with God. We're here to give God the glory, to praise God's holy name. And it's easy even here to start going through our checklist of what we've got to do when we leave here today, or maybe even writing on your program a grocery list or this list or getting on the PDAs and looking up the email. If we do that, we just might miss something that God is trying to say. Worship, that's one way we can have a God sighting. We can connect with God. Another way is through small groups. Small groups where we do life together. You know what? We have an awesome thing going on here Wednesday nights. It's called Segway, and there have been lots of God sightings in Segway already. We've been in it two weeks. There's uh, a number of weeks uh, left in June, and then it starts again in July. But if you can come this Wednesday, just show up. You just might have a God sighting. I'm sure that there were God sightings yesterday when uh, they were walking along the road and picking up litter, those who were doing it and those who were watching. See, those are three things that connection in how we live out our mission to connect people with Jesus and the life he offers through worship, through small groups, and through outreach. That's how we have God sightings. You know, I know a lot of what we're sharing this morning isn't, like Carrie said, rocket science, and it's not new. You know, how many times have we said here, we'll pray and read Scripture? I mean, you're going, okay, guys, we got it. Pray and read Scripture. Pray. Of course, that is good, just two words, pray continually. That's, that's good. For, and <clears throat> it's not meant to be rocket science. Now, this isn't meant to be a, a deep theological treatise. It's not, you know, considering the nuances of the Trinitarian system of blah, blah, blah. You know, it's not meant to be all a lot of deep stuff that we found in seminary. That, that's, oh yeah, I mean, you find God's sighting there. That can bring you closer to God, absolutely. But that's not our purpose this morning, you know. I'll tell you, this morning, it was a God sighting when I came in and a young lady hands me this and says, Happy Father's Day. Little girl from the church here. I mean, we, we, we don't always have to go deep, deep theologic, on the, uh, theological, archaeological dig in order to find God. The point we're trying to make is just look around. Just open your eyes and your ears and listen to the whisperings and have an awareness that God's just constantly saying, hey, here I am. Wake up! Wake up! You don't have to dig real deep. I'm here. I'm, I'm on the surface, all over the place. Just 
Reach out. I'm here. Uh, all, all, all around you. You know, in my, in, in my life, I've, I've, I've done it both ways. I've paid attention to, to the God sightings, and I've ignored the God sightings. I've been very focused on God, and there have been times when I've been very, very far from being <clears throat> focused on God. And I've had God sightings where God um, let me know, you know, just gently that he's here and that he cares. And I've had God sightings that absolutely changed the direction of my life and the lives of those around me. Now, as uh, God sightings like that last one, I just mentioned that there's a reason Carrie and I are here with you this morning. Um, you know, after all these years, I've come to the conclusion that there's, um, that there's nothing better than knowing God's presence, knowing that God is near, knowing that God is here, especially through the person of Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. There's nothing better than that. There's nothing better than trying to constantly be focused because when I am focused, I, am, I do realize God's presence and I do see Him. And when I'm not focused, I don't. It, it's, I mean, it, it's not... It, it, do, it doesn't take a, a Mensa candidate for this one, you know? It, it's pretty simple <laughs> stuff. There's nothing better than seeing God around us, being aware of his presence in our lives and the lives of those around us. But we've got to be focused in order to realize that. We can't just, we've got to stay focused. You know, we, we, we can see God through the actions and the words of others, through, through the, a, a rainbow or a sunset or a butterfly, as the little child's landing on our arm, or, or the fireflies in the field, or the laughter or even the cry of a baby, or... or or even in that burning bush, or, or in the whisper, like Elijah. And you know, there, there's nothing better than knowing God wants to be near us, that God wants to be in relationship, that God is there, and God wants us to be aware that He's there. And frightening as it is, because it can be really frightening, there's nothing better than hearing God call us by name. Moses. Of course, that might not be what he says to you. Uh, that would make sense. Alan, Alan, or Joanne, or Mary. And, 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 uh, and what's really cool is when we hear God call us by name, if we're able to respond like Moses did, just simply three words, here I am, here I am. I want to close with a scripture. Hebrews chapter 3, verse 1. Therefore, holy brothers and sisters who share in the heavenly calling, fix your thoughts on Jesus, whom we acknowledge as our apostle and high priest. Fix your thoughts on Jesus, whom we acknowledge as our apostle and high priest. Amen? Amen. Let's pray. God, we, um, we thank you and we praise you this day and all days. And help us, help us fix our eyes on you so that we can stay focused. And we know that there are so many distractions in our lives, in the world, that keep us from tuning in. Lord, help us be ready to respond when you interrupt our lives 
and to say, okay, here I am. Thank you and praise you for new life. We thank you that you loved us so much that you sent your son, that we would not be abandoned, but be in the presence of your Holy Spirit every minute of every day. We give you the honor and the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for taking part in sharing the message for this week. For more information about Connection Community Church, please visit our website at www.connectioncc.org. You can also reach our church offices at 302-378-7692. Connection Community Church, connecting people with Jesus and the life that he offers.